Good evening, my friends. This is Barry Cox. and Looking forward to another uh, good, wonderful time of meditating on and sharing with you all God's awesome word. And, and so we're going to continue this evening with our study of the keys to the kingdom. And I want to just kind of reflect on, on our study overall for briefly. Um, as we've made this study, my, my intent is not to do any sort of exhaustive formula. I mean, there's so many things that are, that are keys to see that his kingdom come. And, and also I'm, neither am I seeking to, do I feel any leading at all whatsoever, not at all to, to try to like, uh, have some sort of, uh, of a formula that this, you do this and the, you know, and the kingdom will advance. Um, again, God's grace is sufficient. His word is so rich and powerful. And, um, and so, you know, I've just, I've just been my intent and my, my purpose, my, how my process has been just to say, well, Lord, what, what do you? What are the keys that you want us to think about and meditate on? And so, um, so I've just kind of done this uh, podcast by podcast, and um, and it's been a it's been a real joy for me. I hope that you have been blessed by it as much as I have, and um, and I'm so just grateful for for God's revelation. I, and I I feel like uh, there's uh, some more things that that we'll discuss in this and. Um, and I'm excited about this evening. Um, tonight we're going to talk about intercession or intercessory prayer. And I, I started out my my uh, thinking about this by actually <laughs> just looking at the Oxford Dictionary. And it's amazing how it defines intercession. It says, intercession is the action of intervening on behalf of another and that, I, I really enjoyed seeing that definition from the oxford dictionary you know and in that sense as we know jesus is the ultimate intercessor and so in meditating on that concept the lord led me to isaiah 53 and in isaiah 53 is is just an amazing description of how Jesus so intervened for us. And beginning with verse 4, it says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement or punishment for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Down to verse 8. For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgressions of my people he was stricken. Down to verse 11. By his knowledge my righteous servant shall justify many. For he shall bear their iniquities. Verse 12. And he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. 
So Jesus came to earth to intervene on our behalf as our Messiah, our Savior, and he became our Lord and, and the King of Kings. And he ever lives to make intercession for us still. And so he came to enable us to turn from darkness to light and to be born again into his kingdom, his kingdom that gives us righteousness and peace and joy. But then he also made us his kingdom and his, has empowered us and enabled us to intervene on behalf of others. He has made us his kings and priests unto God, and we are to reign on the earth through our prayers of intercession. So as we as we meditate on this whole concept of, of intercessory prayer, let's ask him to, to open our ears and teach us. Father God, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for his awesome and complete intercession for us as he as he died on the cross he he proclaimed it is finished and when we we thank you for his his complete intercession for us on the cross but yet father we thank you that that, that he, even now in heaven jesus ever lives to make intercession for us and Lord, thank you that that you have uh, made us your kings and priests. You have seated us in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, and we are seated in heavenly places as as the as Jesus is at your right hand, Father, ple pleading for us. We're seated in heavenly places with Him, and so Lord, enable us, empower us, use your Word here to equip us to be intercessor, intercessors as Jesus is and was. So thank you, Lord. Teach us. Let your word bear great fruit a hundredfold, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So, <clears throat> you know, 2 Corinthians 5.21 really puts this concept in a very succinct manner. It says, For he, the God the Father, made him Jesus who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And so as we saw in Isaiah 53 there, he intervened to take away our, our iniquities, which is like our state of being in sin. Then, but then he also takes away our transgressions, like when we just miss the mark of his holiness. And then as we are in the state of iniquity, and as we miss the mark in our transgressions, those things cause us grief and sorrow. But he takes those away as well and restores our souls. And so his intervention for us on the cross in this way, was really the most significant event in all of world history. The, 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 the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ was the, the epitome of history. And so as he has intervened for us in, on the cross, but at that point, his intervention and his intercession for us did not end there. 
uh, Hebrews 9.24, he entered into heaven itself to appear now before God on our behalf. Romans 8.34, Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us, and he is sitting at the place of honor at God's right hand pleading for us. And Hebrews 7 gives an amazing description of what the Father has done for all eternity. Verse 21, For God said to him, Jesus, of course, The Lord has taken an oath and will not break his vow. You are a priest forever. And of course, the the Old Testament priests in particular made intercession for the people. And so, so Jesus has been made our priest forever. Verse 22, because of this oath, Jesus is the one who guarantees our better covenant with God. Verse 24, because Jesus lives forever, his priesthood lasts forever. Therefore, he is able once and forever to save those who come to God through him. He lives forever to intercede with God on their behalf. Wow, right? (laughs) So Jesus came to earth and made the ultimate intercession for us by taking our sin and our punishment upon himself. But even now, in eternity, at the place of honor at the Father's right hand, he gives his eternal life to forever intercede for us. Now, Isaiah 59 is an amazing chapter that just kind of summarizes all that Jesus did to intercede for us, and then his plan to lift up his standard through his Holy Spirit, through us in intercession. So Isaiah 59 verse 1 just shows how Jesus' initial intercession for us. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear. Now, as Isaiah continues, the awesome beauty and wonder of the Word of God just shines through because he is, as Isaiah is writing this, you know, even before the coming of Jesus, he, his word, God's word through Isaiah, so accurately describes our day. Verse 4, nor does anyone plead for truth. They trust in empty words and speak lies. They conceive evil and bring forth iniquity. Verse 9, we look for light, but there is darkness. For brightness, but we walk in blackness. Verse 14, and righteousness stands afar off. For truth is fallen in the streets, and equity cannot enter. Verse 15, so truth fails. Now, verse 15 goes on and describes the Father's plan to send Jesus to intervene on the cross. So it says, then the Lord saw it, and it displeased him. There, There was no justice. He saw that there was no man, and he wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, 
His own arm brought salvation for him. His own righteousness, it sustained him. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation on his head. Now, Isaiah 59, what an amazing chapter. It continues with a prophetic look at the final establishment of the kingdom of God and our role to intercede and our role to 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 move through his holy spirit and and proclaim his word verse 19 so shall they fear the name of the lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun now the latter part of verse 19 in the new king james version gives an encouraging promise for us end time intercessors the last part of verse 19 in the new king james version when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. And then Isaiah concludes with verse 21, another heartening promise. And this is my covenant with them, says the Lord. My spirit will not leave them, and neither will these words I have given you. So, wow, what an amazing chapter. So Isaiah 59 really describes the entire story, really, of the Father's redemptive plan. First, we see our utter depravity and lostness before our God. And we were in a state of iniquity. We were totally separated from God in complete darkness. And out of His awesome love and amazing grace, our triune God chose to intervene. He, he, who, he Jesus, who knew no sin was made sin for us. And Jesus' own right standing with the Father was his grounds for his intercession. 1 John 4.10 says, This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Through faith in Jesus' atoning sacrifice, we're born again by His Spirit into His kingdom. And then He makes us His kings and priests. So, in these last days, when it seems that truth has failed, and we see darkness everywhere, let us intervene in, in faith. Let's appropriate His promise that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Well, how is this standard going to be lifted up? Through our intercession. As Jesus is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand pleading for us, he has seated us in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. And so, through our faith in who Jesus is and who has made us to be, we join him in intercession. And Romans 8 gives an amazing encouragement and promise that his spirit will empower our intercession and will conform us to the image of Jesus. Romans 8, 26 in the New English translation says, In the same way, the spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how we should pray, but the spirit himself intercedes for us with inexpressible groanings. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes on behalf of the saints according to God's will. 
And we know, wow, what an amazing promise there. Let's pause a moment. We, we don't know how to pray. The Holy Spirit empowers our prayers. He knows the mind of the Spirit. He knows the mind of the Father. He knows what the saints need, and He enables us to intercede according to God's will. Now, now, so so that's an amazing thing too, right there. Just that God, God, the Holy Spirit will lead us and empower our intercession. But not only that, but notice verse twenty-eight. It's such a familiar verse that we all love. But think of it in the context of intercession, and 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 Him, the Holy Spirit, leading our intercession. Verse. Romans 8, 28, familiar verse of us all, but think of it in terms of intercession here. And we know that all things work together for good to those for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose, because those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son. Now, what I feel like the Lord wants us to see here is that He is He is enabling us. He is He is working all things for our good to conform us to be like Jesus, especially as He is our intercessor, and we are to intercede and intervene in faith and prayer and intercession for those that have have need of of his intercession in their lives and you know it's it's i love this promise and it it reminds me of of second peter 1 4 that says we have been given exceeding great and precious promises that through these we may be partakers of his divine nature and so what what encouragement the holy spirit enables our prayers the Holy Spirit is working all things for our good to make us to be like Jesus. So, <clears throat> so let's just meditate some more on these assurances from the Word of God. When we don't know how to pray, the Holy Spirit intercedes for us according to God's will. And for all of us who love God and have been called by Him, all things are working together for our good. And that he is working all those things together for our good to cause us to be like Jesus. And so therefore, through the power of the Holy Spirit and in his divine purpose, he is making us into intercessors in Jesus's image. So this is so encouraging. Let's respond to God's amazing grace with faith and service. He has made us as kings and priests. He seated us in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. He's a good shepherd who cares for us all. As his sheep, we know his voice. We listen to him and let us follow his example as he ever lives to make intercession for us. Let us enter into his intercession and intercede and pray for people according to his will. So. So um, what an amazing key to the kingdom this would be as we as we enter into Jesus's intercession and he knows in his omniscience, he knows what people need and he he enables and prays through us and empowers our prayers. 
So, so let us, let's just close with prayer and ask him to, to seal this and to, to, to continue to fulfill his promises for us. So Lord, we, we thank you for this, your word, God, how encouraging Lord. And Lord, how amazing your intercession was for us that you, you who knew no sin was made sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in you. Father God, Holy Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, we, we praise you, our triune God, for, for the completeness of your work for us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And so we, we come boldly before your throne of grace now, Lord. And Lord, we pray that for the, the tremendous fulfillment of these amazing promises, these amazing promises that that by them we can become partakers of your divine nature, Jesus. And Lord, we do thank you and rejoice, Lord, that, that the Holy Spirit empowers our prayers when we don't know how to pray. And Lord, we rejoice that, Lord, you are working all things for our good to make us like Jesus. And Lord, we, we rejoice, Jesus, that you ever live to make intercession for us. And so, Lord, we and, and Lord, we rejoice that you have seated us in heavenly places at your at your right hand, that at your hand, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. And and that that you are there pleading for us. Lord, thank you that you have given us the, you, you, we are your children. You, we are your. You are the good shepherd. We are, we know your voice. We listen to you and we follow you. Lord, enable us to follow you in as in, your intercessors, and that we can intercede according to your will. And we know that if we ask anything according to your will, that you will hear and you will answer. So, Lord, we we would just pray as you've taught us to, as we close here. Father, may your name be hallowed. Lord, may your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, make us your intercessors. Then and, and Lord, as you have as you have made us your kingdom and, and made us your kings and priests, and we are to reign on the earth. Lord, we know that that's really through our prayers. And Lord, we thank you for your promise that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous person avails much. So Lord, Lord, we just we just look to you and ask you to give us this key to your kingdom that we could intercede with you, Lord Jesus, according to God's will and see see great fruit because for your name's sake, Lord, that your will would be done more fully on earth as it is in heaven. Father, we, we pray and ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. And, and uh, um, what an amazing promise that the Lord gives us and what amazing uh, calling for us to enter into his intercession and with him. And so, God bless you guys. Um, we, uh, it's been a, a wonderful time, a wonderful month for Kathy and I. And so hope you guys have, have been doing well as well. And I uh, hope you have a great week. God bless.